What's up, guys? How are you? Welcome into a Sunday morning edition of the Daily Juice Podcast. My name is Matt Peralta here on bettingpros.com. You can follow Betting Pros on Twitter at Betting Pros NFL or me on Twitter at Sports Talk Matt. We are here thanks to BetMGM every single morning, including that offer right there. 20 bucks to win 100 bucks on any event with that promo code JUICE100 when you sign up for a new event, a new account with BetMGM. And if you're in DC, you have a $600 risk free, up to $600 risk free bet thanks to BetMGM if you happen to be in the DC area with BetMGM. All right. We are here right after the win for. Israel Adesanya by decision at plus 165. Now, we had a four in one day. We almost swept it. We had two of the three legs with the parlay, right? We got the win for Edwards and the win for Adesanya. And Brendan Moreno kind of <laughs> screwed that up for us. But congrats to that kid. Great win. Great submission. We got that right inside the distance. That was a half unit bet at minus 135. We had the plus 120 for Edwards and Diaz to go the distance at a quarter unit. The only thing we got wrong was that half unit plus 145 parlay. So a four in one day, very nice up day. And well, we'll take days like that every time, every time four and one on the day and up plus money. So that's a good way on a Saturday on a UFC card. And look at, I, th- this is one of the things I love about what we do with this podcast, because I, I got a couple of DMS from people who, well, first they were like, okay, I'm riding with you because I know nothing about UFC. So I'm just going to bet it and let's see what happens. So that was cool. So we, we introed you to UFC betting and you won and that's great. Others were like, I don't like betting on mixed martial arts. You only gave me one bet today. Is there any way you could bet soccer or any way you could bet baseball? And look, I, you, you're welcome to bet whatever you want. You're welcome to fade or follow my plays the same way. I, I'm just telling you what I'm betting and you can do with do what we want with that information. Now, I told you before, like baseball. I'm not going to get into it because we've got all of July and we have all of August to bet baseball every day. And I'm not really looking forward to that. To be to be totally honest, I'm not all that excited about betting baseball like that. Now, we'll probably be betting a lot of the yes and no first inning runs and first fives and other strikeout props and other stuff like that. We'll get exotic and bet on baseball. But you know, last night's what I like doing. We bet basketball. We had the over for the Clippers in the Utah Jazz. That was nice. We got that. Some real concerns for Donovan Mitchell's ankle. And if he's not healthy without Mike Conley, that bet we have on the West, uh, on the Utah Jazz to win the West at plus 355. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big uh-oh if you're not going to have the, your starting backcourt available against Kawhi and Paul George. That is really, really troublesome. So, hey, it's a 2-1 series. Long way to go, but let's see what happens and how well Donovan Mitchell plays. Most likely, they're going to tie it up here and send it back to Utah 2-2. And getting Conley and getting Mitchell ready to go for games 5, 6, and 7 may be the priority for the Utah Jazz, and I wouldn't really blame them for that given that they have the lead. So maybe you can hang on here, just kind of punt on game four and then go and play five, six, seven. And hopefully you win two out of the three to win the series. You do have home home court advantage still. You would do have a game seven at home, which would be big, but you know, the Clippers are a tough team. So watch that injury for sure for Donovan Mitchell, but we got that over right, which was nice. And I, I have two NBA plays today and I have one NHL play today going on the podcast. I will do player props today because we have two games. That's kind of how how my rule has been that 
if there's just one game, I'm not going to do player props. If there are two games, I'll do player props. I want the options. I want the opportunity to kind of let the prop bet. The prop bet cheat sheet's not meant for one game a day. It's meant for multiple. So uh, we'll let that do its work. And we'll take a look at some opportunities to throw another half unit down on a couple of prop bets. So we'll do that coming up today for the NBA games. But we'll start the podcast here today talking about hockey. All right. So we got one play, one game. It's game one, Islanders at Tampa Bay. Okay. This is going to be a really interesting series. And I'm going to say this. It's a personal play. You don't have to follow this, but I'm just going to tell you I have a personal play on this. I'm taking the Islanders to win this series. And I don't think they're going to win this series. But I'm going to take the Islanders to win this series because of the plus money you're getting on it. And the Islanders are playing extremely well. And they've got this sneaky offense that nobody seems to be talking about. And their power play has been red hot against the Boston Bruins. It's why the Islanders are here in this series, because they beat the Bruins with that power play. Now, will Tampa give them as many opportunities? I don't know. But if New York gets a couple of power plays, you got to think that they're good for a goal or or more on the power play here. And look, Tampa is a real tough place to go out and play. But I think people are sleeping on this Islanders offense and we know what Tampa can do. My gosh. And the the over has been hitting consistently here. And I mean, the over is five, one and one in the Islanders last seven games. And Tampa plays as wide open as anybody in the NHL. They're like Colorado. They just skate. They score. Their power play is so nasty. It's so and I don't think the Islanders are going to play this like complete shell And I don't think they're going to slow down here. So while I lean Tampa to win game one, I was really surprised to see over five and a half goals at plus money at plus 120. And I I mean, look, the, the games have been going over a ton for the Islanders. Now, for Tampa, they their games have been going under a ton, like a lot. So, I mean, five and zero in their last five games following a win, the under has come in here. So it's a little bit like, mm, but the over is five and two in the Lightning's last seven games as a home favorite, and it's five and two in their last seven home games overall. I I just think if you look at the Islanders and the way the over has come in here, and you look at the firepower for Tampa and how people are sleeping on the Islanders power play. I think we're going to see more goal scored in this series than people think. I don't believe this is going to be Barry Trotz just like sitting down, hoping to win one nothing against Tampa Bay. I don't think you win that series that way. I mean, frankly, I just don't think you can win it. I think you have to be more aggressive. I I think you have to be more open to you know trying your best to win the division or to, 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 to win the battles to get to the Stanley Cup. I and mean, this is the you know semifinal of the Stanley Cup. I don't think you're going to beat Tampa Bay 1-0, 2-0. I think you're going to have to score a couple of goals minimum here. And again, the Islanders can score two, three goals themselves. And what we're hoping for is sort of like a, you know, a 3-2 game with an open net late or a 3-3 game and we're hitting it easily, right? And it goes way over. I just think that we have real potential. Now, obviously, if this number comes down to five, it's not five for me. But at any point, you see five, bet over, hammer it, okay? Pay the juice, whatever it might be. I get plus money at plus 120 on over five and a half. If people are betting the under, if the pros bet the under and drive this thing down to five, hammer the over, pay the juice, and take it, okay? You got a massive push potential and a real good shot that you're going to cash. It's going to go over. So I'm comfortable laying 
over five and a half at plus 120 because I think the Islanders are going to score. I know you got good goaltenders here. Varlamov probably in net. Vasilevsky has been incredible. Uh, but I do think the Islanders power play is good enough to get a couple of goals here. And it's probably a 4-2 win for Tampa. But I'm taking the over five and a half goals here at plus 120 for this game. And like I mentioned, I, I mean, shop around, find the best odds here as to what you're going to find from, from a series price perspective. But I wouldn't put a lot of money down on it. But I think there is value on betting on the Islanders at plus 225, at plus 250. There's value there on the Islanders if you want to have a little extra here on this series to sprinkle on the New York Islanders to win the series. Again, personal play, not a not a uh, official play, but I don't hate that simply because I do think you're going to see the Islanders in this series. I don't think this is a quick series. This is five, six games minimum, maybe a seven game series. The Islanders are tough. They are a tough team. They're red hot. They're playing really, really well. Tampa's tremendous. They're they're probably going to win the series, uh, but I'm not going to put it past the, past the Islanders to make it to the Stanley Cup with the way that they're playing, the way their goaltending is playing, and the way they're scoring. I mean, they're just people are sleeping on this offense for the Islanders for whatever reason. The books are not adjusted to what's happened with this Islanders offense and their power play in particular. So over five and a half at plus one twenty is the first play of the day. Okay, let's talk the two NBA games. Let's go Brooklyn and Milwaukee for both games. For both games, here is what's happening. Road favorites in the NBA playoffs, 11 and 3. Okay, 11 and 3. Brooklyn played like garbage and they nearly won game three. Milwaukee could play better, but I'm not so sure. Look, neither team could hit, a, hit the broadside of a barn in game three. It was really ugly. I'm staying away from a total here, but I got the Brooklyn Nets at minus one and a half. The Brooklyn Nets have been on a ridiculous cover streak. Going back to the 8th of May, the Brooklyn Nets have only only covered, only failed to cover once. That was against Boston in game three, where they were seven point favorites and they lost by six. Every other game they have covered by two, three and a half, seven and a half, three, one, two and a half, 13, and a half, 13 six and a half. 1.5, 4.5, and a half a point, a hook in the last game. They've covered five in a row and they've covered, let's see, uh, 12 of the last 13 games for the Brooklyn Nets to have covered. Okay. Brooklyn's the better team. That game three was the game for Milwaukee, much like game three was the game for Boston. Okay. Very similar, right? Boston won game three. It's like, ooh, it might be a series. Not going to be a series. Nets minus one and a half. Road favorite, 11 and three. I think they go to 12 and three against the number. Road teams favored in the NBA playoffs. It's just sort of one of these trends I'm going to ride at on the road this year. The Brooklyn Nets are 21 and 18 at home this year. Milwaukee is 19 and 20. They have failed to cover over the last three games, four in their four and six over the last 10. Brooklyn, nine and one in 12 of the last 13. They have covered. I'm riding with Brooklyn here, minus one and a half. Popular play. The number's going to rise. Get it when you can. The whole world's going to be on Brooklyn. I get it. Fine. Don't care. Riding with the Nets. And then the last play of the night, let's talk about the Suns and the Denver Nuggets. Phoenix up 3-0, and Denver is down 0-3 at home. Phoenix favored by three. On the road this year, Phoenix 22-16-2 to the number. Denver at home this year is 18-22 to the number. 
They have covered just four times in their last 10, two times in the last five, and lost three consecutive games. Phoenix has covered six consecutive games. They've covered by 16, 19, 11, 16, 25 and a half, and 14 and a half. Okay. Are they due? Yep. Could they lose tonight? Yep. Do I think they're going to? Nope. They're down 3-0. No team in NBA history has come back from a 3-0 deficit. You think this Nuggets team is going to do that? Oh, wait, Matt, but they came back in the bubble down 3-1 twice with Jamal Murray. Okay. I've been saying this on my radio show for a while. The most popular or sorry, the most uh, the most valuable player on the Nuggets, Jamal Murray, not Nikola Jokic. Jokic won the MVP, okay, because of his stats, not because of what he means to his team. His team's about to get swept. Could you imagine if LeBron James was going to get swept as the MVP or if Giannis was going to get swept as the MVP? Could you imagine the hit pieces coming out? Could you imagine the birdies coming out talking about the disgruntled nature of the locker room and how everything is falling apart? Where are those stories. What is the NBA doing? Why is Jokic getting a pass? Somebody needs to explain this to me. I've been talking about this since game one. Why is this dude getting a pass? Why? Why is nobody roasting this guy? Why? Because he scored 30 points and grabbed 20 rebounds. And oh my God, he had a 30, 20 and 10 game in a blowout. In a beast. Okay. So he padded his stats in a blowout. Oh, he's a center though, Matt. What do you want him to do? That's why he's not the MVP, right? Can we all agree on that? If that's your answer, well, it's the position he plays. That's why. I mean, what do you want him to do? What do you want LeBron to do? What, do you, what did you want Michael to do? What did you want Russell Westbrook to do? What did you want any of the other MVPs that won this award when they get swept out of the postseason, which I do think their year ends today? What then? What then? You're not beating Chris Paul. The argument for Chris Paul to be the MVP is a hard is a hard one to make. But in this series, <laughs> and I'm seeing a bunch of these guys who are NBA writers who are saying, I'm so tired of the Jokic hate. I'm so tired of all this talk. You know, award the MVP after the season to include the postseason because the MVP award should not be a regular season award because people, you have this MVP hangover, if you will. You have this cloud over you if you're the MVP of the regular season and you do nothing in the postseason. Well, yeah, because you're the MVP and you're supposed to be the most valuable player on the court. Jamal Murray is the most valuable nugget. We're now learning that. We're seeing that in real time. The most valuable nugget is Jamal Murray, not Nikola Jokic. Sorry. Suns minus three. Road favorite. Lay it. Again, let's see if it improves to 13 and three in the regular season, laying both numbers on the road. All right. So our plays coming up. We'll have player props in the discord channel before both games tip off bettingpros.com slash chat underneath me on YouTube. If you're watching on YouTube, you got all the links that are underneath me. You guys can click on it and go ahead and get into the uh, into the discord channel at uh, for, for us bettingpros.com slash chat to get into it over five and a half plus 120 Tampa. And the Islanders, Nets minus one and a half on the road at Milwaukee, Suns minus three and a half on the road at Denver. Both those bets are minus 110. All three bets are a half a unit. Player props later today. And then we're back tomorrow for another edition of the Daily Juice podcast right here on bettingpros.com being brought to you by BetMGM. BetMGM.